Liverpool FC is hot as hell. United Tottenham Arsenal. Watch my list and I will spell. Cause they don't just play, but they can rap as well. My idea was it to build Liverpool into a bastion of invincibility, you know, like... Napoleon had that idea, he would conquer the bloody world. I've had the 3-2-1 go, that means we should go, I think, in these podcast worlds. Um, this is our second podcast, it's called Not Just a Matter of Life and Death, and it's uh, with regard to Liverpool Football Club. And you know what? I've got two guests today, imagine that. I've got uh, Britain's premier, and Australia's premier these days, um, <laughs> stand-up comedian Gordon Southern. Hello. Hello there. And uh, the finest, uh, I think probably the, the finest television producer by myself uh, <laughs> in the world, Ashley Blaker is Hello. here, look. Hello. And apparently I have it on very good authority that you both like this football team that we call Liverpool. Yes, I like them. You like them I very like much them, indeed. Um, I have good news for you all that we're drawing nil-nil with the Leeds oh, well. at the moment. We've, what we've done, uh, listener, is that we've chosen to record this at half-time um, while we're playing Liverpool against Leeds. <laughs> this just shows you how high up the food chain we are in our particular studio that we're working in here. We've just come off the back of West Ham, who are not playing tonight, and we're, you know, you know, we're, we're lower down the food chain, but I, it doesn't matter, you know. Um, well, we'll talk about the game that we've just, we're just halfway through in a minute, which... Um, which was quite, quite entertaining in a, a sort of um, a third division way. It was a chance to see a lot of new exciting players who a lot of us didn't know Liverpool had until this evening. It was a chance to do that, but, but actually we're not watching any of those, are we? We're no. watching some elderly men running around. <laughs> um, so what I, I need to do early, early doors then is to start with you, Gordon, is ask you some uh, questions with regard to how much and how long you've um, desired this team called Liverpool. Um, what, what was when did you first realise that you were a Liverpool supporter? I can actually work it out. It was thirty-one years ago. I right. was, I think, six, and okay. uh, there was a game against Borussia Mönchengladbach, right, in the European Cup. Mm -hmm. That was seventy-seven, wasn't mm -hmm. it? Yes, seventy-seven. Tommy Smith. Yeah, thank you very much. And um, you, do you mean the semi-final in seventy-eight? Oh no, the final. The final. I'm up against it here. Yeah, you are. Tread carefully through those statistics, Gordon. And my best friend supported Liverpool, and so I said, well, I'm going to support Liverpool as well, because we're best mates. We're still best friends to this day. And at the time, Liverpool were a very exciting team, and growing up in Essex, it was either Liverpool or West Ham or Manchester United. Yeah. So I made my decision. I'm still... That's on locality, isn't it? I don't know how Manchester United got a look, and I think they were also quite good at the time. West Ham was a local... To be fair, that was quite a good choice of a game to start being Liverpool fan, because it was up until Istanbul was the greatest game of football we'd ever played. Was it not? I don't know. I immediately look at you, actually, because you've already, even though we've just met, become the oracle of Liverpool sensibility to me. So when did you you first become a Liverpool fan actually uh, yeah I think I was um, probably um, probably two years old and I, I realised I was a Liverpool fan trapped in a, a Londoner's body so right. I had the operation done probably <laughs> when I was about um, well it's like that you know that, that uh, transsexual 12 year old is in the papers at the moment I was yeah. like that so, but, but even earlier Yeah. and so they said at school they said look he's, um, he's coming in 
and he, he is now a Liverpool supporter so you've got to treat him differently to be fair her operation was more successful than, than yours yeah, yeah. she's a much more attractive job <laughs> than you but um, but you know, you know you're know, you not unattractive yeah, let's you. not get we're going to get off on the wrong foot yeah. there um, so it was a well, surgical that, procedure yeah no it was a surgical, surgical procedure, procedure. way yeah, to outdo me yeah, I yeah. just chose so it, did, it, like, just clear this it didn't involve breasts in any way no uh, not mine anyway no okay uh, good yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was very attracted by Jan Moby's breasts and saw them I saw a game at Crystal Palace once I couldn't get in Crystal Palace I think we beat them 4-0 and um, I couldn't get in and um, but at the time Crystal Palace's ground was a sort of a ramshackle sort of outfit and um, we managed to sort of stand uh, about halfway line and look through the fence and all we could see was the centre spot and like three foot <laughs> either side of it and Jan Mulby didn't, didn't move. move from the whole <laughs> yeah. and he got man of the match <laughs> we won 4-0 got man of the match um, but yes he was a leviathan he was, was only ever a player in a bouncy castle really was <laughs> right in the middle of the pitch <laughs> he was only ever fit after he'd been to prison <laughs> he got done for drunk driving and was fit as a butcher's dog for about um, three did months did the kids get to play with him at half time <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be better than the entertainment in Anfield at half time um, so uh, I've, I've completely skipped through all your, your proper introductions uh, Gordon I was going to talk about which I probably you wouldn't want me to is the fact that you're the voice of Admiral Insurance Parrot. was the voice was the voice have you been, have you been credit given credit crunch right here yeah really I've been given the heave ho from the Admiral Insurance Parrot I'm an really? ex-parrot yeah. wow. <laughs> what, what was your catchphrase uh, I, I can do it here can't I'm I going, yeah really I don't, uh, I don't just see just call what... 0800 600 800 or visit admiral.com ah. <laughs> what and they and they <laughs> pull the plug on that the plug that's on making that me angry <laughs> <laughs> Jeez! It'll be, be Bob Mortimer getting the Churchill. He'll, he'll get that next. You know. He doesn't. He doesn't do that anymore, does he? Yeah, does he so. do that? I don't oh, know. Yes. I don't know. I'll, I'll I thought the Churchill dog was Jason Mansford. Well, it, well, it was originally. No, I think. Was we have to be very careful here legally. <laughs> I think it was originally Vic Reeves, and then he got done for drunk driving. Correct. And and they thought that car insurance drunk driving. That's probably mm. not the best. Yeah. And then. Um, Sorry, uh, Vic, sorry, Jim, if you're listening. Um, not that, why on earth would you be listening? <laughs> why on earth? He doesn't even like football. Why would he be listening to this? Um, <laughs> Puts the uh, pigs to sleep yeah, in the farm. I, I guess, it? um, it's an unlikely thing, but um, it, well, it could be. It, it could be. Once you've got rid of Vic, you probably, probably any you sort of rent a um, Geordie gentleman, stroke Middlesbrough, whatever. Anywho, there, uh, I was going to talk to you actually about you and uh, on your. I've, I looked you up on the interweb today, and uh, you uh, Little Britain stands out clearly that you were involved in that in some fashion, and then also you were also involved in the very excellent TV Dregs website, which I recommend That's to anybody who yeah. who is listening to this, yeah. who might well, be sort of anoraks. I would imagine listening to this. Look up TV Dregs. What's the what's the dot com is it dot com um, you can't remember oh. he's so proud of it he yeah remember. it's been a while TV Dregs dot yeah I think it is dot com yeah. I would imagine if you put TV yeah, Dregs yeah. if you had a power on hand he could remember exactly. it just like that admin yeah. dot com yeah. you know, it's very I'd difficult be because of the um, because of the Little Britain and Rock Profile connection it does mean that I have I just can't slag off Lucas so right. whenever I whenever oh come on we're among friends Whenever anyone, <laughs> anyone says, well, "What do you think of Lucas?" I, I, I would say, "Yeah, you know, he's a nice guy. He's a, you know." <laughs> no, oh, I see that Lucas. <laughs> so, yeah. um, so, segueing nicely, who's your favourite all-time player, Gordon? Oh, crikey! Um, I really should have thought about this. I'm going to have to say Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler, despite his no, sometimes no, appalling no, behaviour. It's the sort of question that I'm going to ask loads of people, and they're all the going to pretty yeah. much come with a, come with like like he's going to be Daphne well, Fowler. 
Owen or Keegan, I would imagine, or maybe Sooness or Barnes. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Let's move over to uh, you, Ashley. Who's your favourite? Who's going to say? Uh, after 90 minutes of shit hell, there can only be one. That's John Barnes. John Barnes. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I normally do. I normally do a, a, this show as a, a normally says I do in the second show. I, in association with today's three associated players are Sean Dundee, Frodie Kip, and Bruno Cheru. Do you remember mm-hmm. a, any of those? I saw. I saw Dundee. Um, I saw every appearance of Dundee in a red shirt, that too, including. Well, no. I saw his debut. Kind of. Well, it's not his official debut. I went. This is when you got it bad. When you go on the pre-season tour. And Jesus. I went on the how we, uh, security. <laughs> how did we get? How did yeah, we get I went, into the I went building? On the uh, pre-season uh, tour of Dublin. You the, got to, illness, to Dublin, man. and we actually it was wor- it was worthwhile simply because we went out for dinner on the Saturday night. Uh, my friend Edward and I, and he and, served. Uh, you. No, no, we we, we, we we just saw this this car pulled over. This kind of like big like uh, like Previa type, um, uh, and uh, the door opened. And Stig Bjornepi came out, wow. got money out of a cash bond, and to this day we both claim, could swear blind that Stig Bjornepi was wearing eyeliner. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he going? He's not. He's not. He was not an effect man, Stig Bjornepi. No, it was the strangest thing. When in Dublin, no, no. So then, then Dundee, and then he's Scandinavian. We saw him. We saw Dundee and he was pretty poor. And we're thinking, you know, what what is this guy? And then he disappeared. He didn't play again. No, until right at the end of the season, he came on against uh, um, Blackburn at Ewood Park, and was so bad he was jeered. It was the <laughs> he, that, he, everyone was just laughing. It really was he, quite um, comedic. When you look at him up, up on on the internet. Um, there's a there's a review of him. You know, there's obviously uh, you know Wikipedia and all these different um, sites, and there's one that sort of describes him in a sort of sensible way, and then he says. Um, some would say that he was the worst player ever pl- ever to play for Liverpool. And then underneath it, it says, "Some would say he's the worst player ever to play." <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, it's quite quite impressive, I think. But you know, I I I feel for his family. But you know, if you're Sean Dundee, and I suppose he's Australian, isn't he? So no, he's he probably was, he, was, he was German. I mean, he was actually a naturalised no, German. He was born in South Africa. Born in South Africa, but he played in. And he played. Did he play he in played, Australia. We, we, no, uh, no, he, we not bought him from Karlsruhe, and he just had a, he did one good season in the Bundesliga, and he'd been I think, top goal scorer, and he he played for Germany, um, and then he went off to play from some Austrian side. I don't know what happened to him. No, he came, and he came on um, when he signed for Liverpool. He he said, "I'm quicker than Owen." That was <laughs> he said, "I'm the fastest. You've never seen anyone faster than me," and and he was he was just not. No, he was horrendous. He was <laughs> absolutely just one of those guys who just looked like he'd never been a player. <clears throat> Like us, yeah. <laughs> Although you know, Gordon, you could uh, you could cut a dash. Imagine you I went to five side today, and it was it was embarrassing. Really? Yeah. You know, Daniel anyway, Kitson, should we, should, yes. he, he was sort of outplaying me most of the wow, game. Wow, imagine that! And he's fairly rotund character. Um, we should talk about Liverpool in some capacity then uh, about about what's been happening recently. Um, De Brechen, who are now uh, I'm now calling by their proper pronunciation, I was calling De Brechen the last time we played. <laughs> we played against them. <laughs> We've been two games since we last spoke. Um, and De Brechen, boy, what a game that was! Hey, how about One that nil. game? And hey, got a fun fact: thirty fourth hey. best league in the world in in Europe. Sorry, the Hungarian league. Yeah, so they represent the the pinnacle <laughs> of the thirty fourth best. That's a good win. You though, can eh? dream to be in, yeah. in the European. Imagine if that was the first game you ever went to see, and it was a one nil win and field against De Brechen. It was such a poor game. It's one of those you think. I can sort of imagine what, what it was. They're going to right, okay. 
the team talk before we're going to beat these lads don't you know just you know let's just go through the motions and get it over and done with you know don't and no anybody, nobody get an injury and stuff so they all went out going right let's just um let's just do this then they kick about and stuff and then actually they were so laid back that that actually they nearly scored mm. you know they were god they were terrible they were it was such a dull game but you could hear the hungarians having a lovely party the yeah. fans were having a whale of a time so it's a nice day out for them and you know dirt kite scored so you know you know that's another on his career that's another you know the reason for him still to be in the first 11 which we're all pleased about uh, all, all those the, uh, it, this sounds a, a very serious point but all the English games in Europe were incredibly dull and they won they all won actually I suppose the Arsenal one was not a um, not dull but a poor prefer- but a fairly poor performance yeah. none of the English teams have um, it, 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 caught it, fire it was n- none of them were as bad as that game mm. though they were so dull they was, it was really really dull I'm hoping that um, in fact my um, my wife's uncle what does that make him making me I don't know uh, he's invited me over to go and watch the Fiorentina game with him because he's a big Fiorentina fan so it's just um, but my memory is I, I can that must be more fun than that we can't we can't play another game like that in Europe goodness me it was so dull but I can remember sitting through some games that really were so dull and actually only really um, only really a- enjoyable because of the people I was sitting with and we were chatting I actually remember <coughs> a few times at Anfield this woman who sat in front of us who would sometimes turn around and shh she'd give us a shush <laughs> and we kind of go because oh, um, this, this, this lad Edward uh, Seddon who sat next to me sat in the, the seat next to me and we just have a good catch up and a good chat you know, times at Anfield that, I remember when they um they um, built the um, the Anfield Road End. They put the second tier on. Yeah, yeah. And there used to be a really nice view behind. <laughs> and I remember thinking, oh, that's a lovely to my right because I was <laughs> yeah. I had a seat in the yeah. uh, upper upper centenary Kenwyn mm. Road, and you'd, you'd looked. At, I used to really enjoy just looking yeah. out. <laughs> was that offside uh, then? I don't know. I was just looking at a lovely sunset. It's, you think it's, uh, it's going to be a lovely? Is day that an tomorrow. ibis or a heron? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there was another game we, that we, we uh, another triumph uh, was the West Ham game, which was a proper game. That was a good game. Was I good enjoyed fun. it. Yeah. Uh, partly due to the fact that, that actually defensively we were an utter shambles, but also we have the the greatest um, striker in the world playing up front for us. This was a worry. I thought Carragher was really looking very creaky. Yeah, what's up with Carragher on this game? Because yeah. I only saw the first half. Um, and, it, and, and we've only just seen the first half of the Leeds game and he, he, he didn't look that brilliant there either is his leg uh, is his legs gone is, is his legs, legs gone? gone that's that's, that's how we'd have put it yeah. my legs can, is gone we can edit that it's alright have <laughs> I, his I legs gone I, he's got so much pa- I'm trying to read his, his autobiography but much like the Stephen Gerrard autobiography just not I mean Gerard's autobiography yeah, yeah it's great under Julier and yeah. it's great under Benitez and it was great under McMahon the Carragher one is, is a bit better because it's a, it's a pick up and put, a, put down a ball um, one I think it's a toilet you stumble book. over an easy sentence and then you manage to <laughs> roll out a pick up and put down a ball <laughs> is, it, is it written in his um, in his uh, it's all in capital it's, letters it's yeah. going <laughs> 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 no because the Robbie Fowler book is the Robbie Fowler book is written as if he was saying it which I quite like they've gone to the effort of doing it is there any any um, update on the score uh, still nil nil still nil nil still nil nil fine it's fine it's just a bit of a trot out for them they'll they'll bring um, I think Torres and Gerard are on the bench they'll bring they'll them will be fine, on. fine but you know it's only, in the, it's only the milk cup at the end of the day isn't it mm. you know it's you know it's not really that important in all seriousness though I, I do think actually this season 
Benitez did have it in mind that he would phase Carragher out, and the first choice would be Agger and Skirtle. Yeah, I mean, too, injured, but, so but there's nothing you can do at the moment. Yeah, I know, but, but uh, most teams should have s- at least three decent centre halves. Yeah, he's decent. He is decent, but he's just not what he was. Yeah, and he, he's, he's he's too slow now. To, and then they they brought the the elderly Greek gentleman who's in a similar in in well, a similar Carragher's state. Did have great pace, but that seems to be dropping off now. And then, as you say, the elderly Greek gentleman yeah. is is the job of the tall centre half for yeah. dodgy cup ties mm-hmm. when they just need someone to be taller than everyone else. Yeah. Head it out, which Sam Herpy used to do. Yeah, but I, c- I suppose if you're Sammy Herpy and you've done so much service to the team, and you said, "Well, I want a, I want you know a nice big check to go off and play in Germany," you just go, "Well, fair enough. You've done mm. your you've done your bit. You know, can you come back when you're finished and and help us sort out the shambles of defence, please?" The, the 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 other standout bits I think <coughs> uh, in the West Ham game was how how much we struggled to cope with Hines. I thought he had an amazing game, the the, the West Ham lad. And just so just is that, Carragher slow or is Hines? Well just I don't really no I don't know. Fast. I think it, there was also a, there was also a problem there in, in the sense that the midfield still isn't sorted out about, you know, who's who's taking that responsibility because I, I think because um uh, you know, obviously Alonso's gone, and everybody's going banging on about that all the time. But I think it, partly the, the offshoot of that is that Mascarano is being asked to be a bit more creative, and actually, therefore, not being completely not anchor. Being stopper, yeah. And and then Lucas sort of is—he's neither Mascarano or Joe. And I think he's an—you know—I think he's a better than average midfield player, but he, he doesn't do either of those jobs adequately enough. He's just not as Brazilian as we <coughs> hoped. No, no, he's, as I said <laughs> last I mean? week, he's the least Brazilian Brazilian. He doesn't look or behave in any Brazilian so, way. I, I think, you know, that, that stuff needs to be sorted out in that. And then if somebody, if some young pup just picks the ball up and runs at you, then they, they really did struggle to cope with that. And against the better teams, I think that will be, you know, that will be, that's a real concern for me. Um, what did you think, Ashley? <laughs> Um, no, look, I mean, I, I think uh, I think his legs probably have gone a little bit. I think he's, um, the, the, you know, the, they'll, they'll. I wouldn't put it past Jamie Carragher to have like an Indian summer. And yeah, just well, he may, maybe he's just had kind a of player. Bit, had a bit of an injury or I, stuff. He's picked I, up something. I don't know. Yeah, I'd never knock Jamie Carragher. There was a bloke who used to sit. Um, this is going back like uh, early early 2000s like 1999 2000 2001 there was this guy we used to call fat c-u-n-t uh, yeah. who sat behind us yeah. at anfield he was a, a ghastly character and uh, this was like around the time liverpool um, won the cup treble and he would spend every game shouting carragher carragher you're a, you're a, um you're a donkey carragher that was his big phrase you're a donkey carragher you're the weak link he'd say you're the weak link and he was such an absolute ass. Was that when he was playing? Um, it was when he was playing right back, back yeah, right yeah. back, and yeah. sometimes left back. But when probably when like Babel, yeah, because he was left back when Babel was playing. Then yeah. when Babel got um, his illness, he moved to right back. Now and was was he doing that because Carragher was within earshot? Or yeah, or no, but he, just, he really was the most ghastly character. He ruined uh, a lot of good chats that we were having there. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and, uh, but no, so due it to seems that, like I, you're a season ticket holder for your mate Edward, rather yeah, than no, exactly. <laughs> exactly. kind of, uh, fascinating. Therapy, this was our yeah. chance to catch up. Yeah, no, exactly. You, you, you two guys should just exactly. go, you know, just know, go out for a meal exactly. or something. Exactly. Well, that's the thing, because he lived <laughs> spending he, more time Well, no, he lived in Warrington, you see. Excellent. So we'd uh, see each other only again. I just don't. Th- I just. Th- I just kind of get the feeling you and you two guys aren't spending enough time together. But no, no. I th- that's probably a separate issue. And 
also a special mention uh, for West Ham wise is for Diamante, which I thought uh, is, was his, was that his debut to, debut. Yeah, I think yeah. he looked he yeah, looked yeah. good. And, uh, good penalty. Although rarely <laughs> have I seen. Yeah, well, I can't think. I think it was pathetic to moan about that though. You know, it went in. You know, mm. you know. I don't. Uh, uh, you know, he slipped. Oh, they were still and moaning, and they went ah, and another thing, which you yeah. know, players often do. They get the the treble roll over moan. <laughs> But he, I thought he was brilliant the first half, and then rarely have I seen a player sort of get tired so quickly <laughs> and so dramatically. Well, he was so fired up, that yeah, blessing. Yeah. He was really, when he scored that goal. And then they the said on, face. I think they said on Match of the Day or LFC TV, whichever, I've watched it on both, uh, that, um, that the reason why he was signed is because he had a, a, a look of devilment in his eyes or something. I think that's great. West Ham, you know, hats off to West Ham. They, they do have a history of buying those players, and you've got a look, sort of a little bit okay, of. You got, let me see that tattoo. Yeah, you can yeah. get it. You get it. And then also. Also. A special mention for Diamante's wife. There was a, a lots uh, of cutaways. On, on uh, uh, she was astonishingly beautiful, wasn't she? There's already had in the papers. Aquilani's and was shaking the baby uh, like blanket. Aquilani. I, I, no, he's got he's got yeah. a, he's got a model wife yeah, as well. He has, yeah, and yeah. he has certain prefer, tendencies politically. I bet he. Oh, I've heard. Brilliant. Yeah, well, that's reassuring. Never fail. Um, still, let's move on from fascism um, uh, <laughs> um, um, uh, so tonight there was a rumour that um, uh, Daniel Aga would be playing but he wasn't even on the bench tonight it's a bit of a shame so how you close is he to recovery uh, he must be pretty close because he's, he's done he's done some uh, pra- he doesn't, but those senior players don't play in the reserves anymore do they but he's mm. played some practice games some kickabouts defensively I'd like to talk about Glenn Johnson because I think he was an excellent signing mm. yes yes there we go all, all agreed <laughs> no for us he's been brilliant has he not no he's, he's, he's been very good and, and also the annoying thing is is that he keep, we keep getting quoted in the papers that they've spent 17 million on him and it's actually basically they spent 6 or 7 million on yeah. him because the 10 million were written off against what Portsmouth owed for um, Crouch yeah and so it's not like they've actually spent. I know you could say, well, right, well, they've uh, that still means seventeen million, but uh, they w- they weren't they weren't wouldn't have been in a position no, we, we to go and buy paid, seventeen million for somebody else. So. Probably wouldn't have paid that much if that wasn't the case. And I think um, you know that you had that one game in England where he was exposed defensively. But apart from that, for us, every game he's played, he's been great. He's been really good. First half. Um, against West Ham not that brilliantly but I think that's more to do with the set with the team and then second half he was he was basically so don't you know what just don't go forward that would help your defensive work and he did that and then and then Hines was sort of shut off but against half. weaker teams he's fantastic because he can just plough in and yeah. terrorise people as an extra winger yeah it'll depend who plays in front of him as well because yeah. like I mean Phil Neal was brilliant going forward because he had yeah. Jimmy Case or Sammy Lee he's getting on a bit now Phil Neal I, well I mean, no I, he's, I not, can't, he's not what he was but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he still feels it though yeah. doesn't he he was good with Graham Taylor or the yes boss you know <laughs> Lowe McMenamin remember that with Lowe McMenamin I do remember that yeah, yeah. yeah. and um uh, think about Graham Taylor this is not on the Liverpool at all Graham Taylor you just think why does Graham Taylor get all that work because he didn't actually didn't really achieve very well I suppose did he win the league he, no, did he win the league? didn't win the league no, he, he came second league. came second and he a, a, twice and, 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 and he's he's sort West of West disastrous West. as an England manager but apparently p- people I know in, in telly when he worked in the match he's apparently 
an absolutely lovely bloke. Really, really lovely. I'm really, really sort of genuine in, and and kind and funny and great to be around. You seem surprised by that. He comes over. Well, no, I'm sure there are lots. There are lots of. Um, uh, but it's lots of pundits like that. But you just think, but, but then you think, well, well, you know, but they should have some sort of success as a basis of that as well. But yeah, he no, he's, he's, look, he took he, t- he took over at Watford when they were in the fourth division, yeah. as it was, and um, and then punched, what, started took him to the, the took him to the FA Cup final and second in the league. It's not bad. All right, I'll take it all back. It's brilliant. <laughs> Um, what we didn't talk about last week which is quite an important thing to say was that we've got this new sponsorship deal um, Carlsberg have uh, on, seem to have been sidelined somewhat although there was talk of them coming back and sponsoring the, 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 the new brilliant stadium that will never get built um, and that Standard Charter Bank have moved in and sponsored for it's, what, it's a good idea to move in get banks involved now <laughs> as, if, well, as if our owners weren't as if, as if our owners weren't unpopular enough get, get some banks involved um, £80 million uh, sponsorship, sponsorship which, is, which is a nice bit of money I think, isn't it um, I love the fact that they might get behind the new stadium because you could then have the advert Carlsberg don't make stadiums and then the advert just stops <laughs> <laughs> but I, I <laughs> well, I've got a quote here from Tom Hicks, him saying that he's adamant. That the, I'm adamant that the proposed new um, 350 million pound stadium will be built once the global financial crisis stabilises. Now, yeah, but you know, when when is it? Where, is there a <laughs> is there some sort of uh, agreement as to when that point is? Because. I, you know, I mm. can't ever see that ever being built at all. And I prefer, to be honest with you, I'd much prefer him to spend eighty million pound on the team rather than. I guess when there's a Waitrose in Peckham, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for all our Liverpool viewers. We've not been. Um, <laughs> we've not been. Uh, I think we've when been a, a Waitrose a, north <laughs> of London. <laughs> we've been a bit of a kiss of death. It's one I of think, the though, one um, forty. Sorry, Take we've been a kiss way. of death for some of our sponsors. I think. But, I mean, do you? When did you? Hitachi? last... Well, the crown paints are not quite as. Uh, they're doing all right. They're doing all right. Yeah. And, uh, and as, you, as you may know, we're looking for sponsorships. So, if good people at crown paints are, are around there, <laughs> or indeed the good people at Hitachi, if you still exist, candy. Do they still make washing machines? I don't know. Candy yeah. still exists, do they? But if you do and you want to sponsor the show, email us. Is slick slick as. Um, <laughs> email us at uh, life and death at playbackmedia.co.uk. I should say, my imagine g- that my grandfather, my late grandfather, yeah. uh, used to actually his nickname for me was Crown Paints. He used to say, oh, "I like I Crown Paints" because I used to wear the shirt so much. You see, <laughs> it's like I was advertising. It's a heartwarming story. Exactly. Always need two coats. I've done a joke. <laughs> <laughs> done a joke. Yeah, then you write that down. I'll use that next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now the other the other bit of news oh the other new bit of news Michael Shields got released we completely missed that as well oh, yeah. Michael Shields got released <laughs> I can now I can now admit that I did it <laughs> <laughs> and it was you who took yeah. your season yeah. ticket and, it, and it, the only thing the, the <laughs> only thing that anybody's <laughs> yeah. the only thing that anybody's got about to say apart from that is that about time that's all everybody says well about time we knew everybody knew it was going to happen but you know he did he has spent four years in prison for some for, for and you know there's quite a lot happened in that four mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing, moving on from that um, unpleasantness, is the new FIFA ruling about uh, eight of the squad of the 25 homegrown players next season. Uh, eight of the, uh, you have 25 squad and eight of those must be homegrown. But nobody seems to quite know what homegrown means. Does homegrown mean the United Kingdom? or 
England? Um, no, I, I think it means I think it means English or it says English or Welsh professional system. That I've I, again I've got a quote from Richard Scudamore. Phoned him this morning. As of next season, the clubs will have a squad of twenty-five players, of which no more than seventeen can be the can be over the age of twenty-one. Um, so bye bye, elderly Greek man, um, <laughs> and not homegrown. <laughs> A definition of homegrown is trained for three years under the under the age of twenty one by somebody in the English or Welsh professional system. So that's right, see, that's the thing because Arsenal, you see, they all their young players, foreign yeah. players like Fabregas, he's homegrown. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I think yeah. it's I think it's um, it's a sort of nod to what they should be doing, but they're not really do, they haven't really done it because because I think I personally think it's it's. Um, it's a shame that you know. That I, while I look, if, if I can take you there, boys, and it'll be upsetting for you if you go back to the Sunes period. Uh, yes, don't leave. Now, honestly, come back. Um, um, when there was a, th- do you remember that there was a three? Far- the part of the reason why, uh, one of the reasons why Sunes was uh, period was such a terrible period. Was he was a vile? No, was um, was the fact uh, that there was the three foreigner rule at the time, which was a very short period of time, mm. but it meant that we were only allowed three foreign players in our in our team, and which, as a consequence, and also because of all the injuries that Sunes' squad had, he brought through Fowler, McManaman, mm. and Mike Marsh. Mm. So um, <laughs> yeah, no, in all fairness, all that wasn't actually. Due, I mean, yeah, that that was in Europe anyway. The firstly, that was actually only in Europe. Wasn't in uh, domestic football. It was not at all uh, in domestic no, no, football. No, it was in, it was in, that's why they played some very odd. Because that was the season. They, in his first season, in full season in charge, whether that was Liverpool's first season back in Europe. So, um, but we, but we, but and they played some very odd teams because. They but had we, but we had to, but, but, but he was forced to bring through. No, he was forced to play, but also he. It's not like he had found those players. Those were all, and that's why they brought Kenny Dalglish back. It was actually Kenny who had, when Kenny took over in '86, he. Um, Completely restructured the youth system, and it was him. Exactly. Who, Wasn't it Steve Highway who sort of? Yeah, we would see, but yeah, but but it was, but yeah, exactly. Kind of and so they've, so he, and so he brought through David Speedy, didn't he? So yeah, well, exactly, exactly, exactly. And, so um, uh, no, but Marsh, um, Manaman, Redknapp, who admittedly Redknapp was Douglas's last signing, but um, but all those young players, Don Hutchinson as well. He was one of those players. It was one of those questions I was going to ask you, which was the which, which player uh, never fulfilled their promise? Because I thought Don Hutchinson was always going to be a brilliant player, but uh, some, he was he, he was, was meant part to be. of some he was part of some deal that Sunes did, wasn't he? I don't, no, he I, was no. I think he was bought by Dalglish as well. I I think he was part of the Julian Dix deal, wasn't he? Uh, yeah, no, when he left, yeah, yeah. No, he was bought. We was bought from Hartlepool on the basis of this video, which was supposedly just unbelievable. I know they always said it was, was the video of it was Weekend at Bernie's. Uh, so, yeah, no, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Amazing video where he was just so brilliant on Hutchinson, and um, there were a lot of hopes that he was going to be the, the next great uh, player to come through. And then, of course, he got his privates out and was uh, famously on holiday and tried to cover them with a Budweiser bottle. <laughs> made a made a and, whole other uh, video, and uh, yeah, and so he kind of made Budweiser labels famous because they kind of, uh, and, uh, so, and then but, they shipped him out. Yeah, but of this, uh, uh, so of the. Um, Squad players, these young players that you're hoping to get through. I've got a list of the um, that we've got. To, we've got to nominate our 25. Well, I've got the off the um, Liverpool um, website. I've got the full squad list now, which is 58 players is our first team squad. Um, are there anybody out there? Um, Jay Spearing played today for, um, against Leeds, um, uh, and he has he scored yet? 
Still nil nil. Um, and I, I, th- I'd like to see him get a few more games. And in pre-season, I saw also I liked the lot of Ma- Martin Kelly. I thought he looks like a proper Carragher Mark too. Anybody on that list you, you're interested in seeing a bit more of? Mm. Um, out. I was at the Edinburgh Festival, so I didn't see any pre-season games. The well, truth is, I, you know, people Steve Irwin looks promising. Steve, <laughs> yeah, the crocodile yeah. hunters back, yeah. back amongst us. Yeah. I was very, very upset um, that this was—he's probably actually thirty something now—but there was a, a youth player who I had my eye on for ages who left called Leon Knoll. Um, who was a centre forward and he scored quite a few goals in the under 18s but I guess I really wanted this guy to play because he would be the first ever player as far as I'm aware if there's a listener who knows otherwise he'd be the first top flight player whose name was a palindrome um, and I thought that would be a phenomenal statistic. Uh, and then yeah. they sold him, so uh, got rid of him. Yeah. Anyway, um, Kaka is nearly yeah. a palindrome. Oh, he's not. No, oh. no, no. So, uh, the, I Hayek. Heard, oh, he's not a player. I heard last week's show you were saying about. Um, that's a. That's a <laughs> I. The very rare periods in my life when I'm completely uh, I stumped for words, and that is one of them. I, yeah, I've never really thought Leon about it, but that's, that's a brilliant. That's a, that's yeah, a there lovely you go, Leon. I know. I, I've, I've, I actually I Googled him, him about yeah. a year or so ago. Googled yeah. him to see if he went anywhere yeah, yeah. I think he did he changed he worked, his name and moved off in, well he probably works in Neto or something like yeah. but uh, no you were talking last week about Christian Nemeth because yeah. that's much nearer to being a little yeah it's much nearer yeah. 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 yeah no Christian <laughs> Nemeth he, he, I don't know you were saying no you were saying you want you were disappointed that he's been he's gone out on loan but I just think you know Rafa I'm a, I'm a bit of a Rafa apologist and I just think that if Rafa you know, if he if he really fancied him and and he wouldn't ship him out if he was really that good. I think he you know, he did have one good season in reserves last year. He'd had an injury but he didn't when he came back he wasn't that great. Played a few pre season games this season. I'm not entirely sure if he's you, you know, I think he'd it's very it's a very, the truth is, I think nowadays the only young players who are gonna come through are the kind of phenomenons. Do you know what I mean? I think um you know, a a, a Rooney uh, uh, Fowler, Owen, uh, Gerard, someone who is so good that they're just an absolute <coughs> phenomenon. Otherwise, yeah, than that, the reserves are for for people to sort of nurture their talent. I know, but I'm, I, I, yeah, but that's not yeah, how yeah. it works anymore. No, though, but I, just don't think, I think that's where, how it's changed. Oh, there we go. Daniel Ungo, Ungo, who I slagging off last week. Ungo, yeah, but pretty winning off his arse. The thing with Ungo is, I heard that as well. And the thing with Ungo is, is his actual goals. Per minutes on the pitch, yeah. statistics are actually really good. Yeah, exactly. Well, not that the, bad. Maybe because the game's already won. Then, so no, I you know, okay. I mean, no, no. I mean, his rate isn't that bad. Don't get, don't get me wrong. I, I think he's got, like I said last week, I think he's got a lovely touch, and you know, he's a lovely kid. I'm sure he is, but um, he just doesn't have a presence about him at all and all the other players that I've seen and become have come through the ranks and, and done it um, bar maybe Rush have always had that presence and you know I, I just I can't see him you know if you if you if um um, if you if you know all your top strike you're all your top strikes are top are top are, no no not that confidence right. just com- you know if all our top strikers i our one stri- top striker <laughs> is injured I can't see us then carrying on and pushing up the league wi- with with him playing centre forward I just can't see it I don't think he believes he can do it himself which is you know maybe I'm being I'm being hard on him he listens to your podcast and they're yeah. getting to him yeah that's, he was brilliant up until that point <laughs> um, 
uh, I know what you're saying about Nemeth, but I think uh, for me, what I'd like is some sort of kid who's who you know who's got who can score goals and, and just scores goals, and that's what his job is on the bench, and just would be yeah. a bit exciting. I'm not sure it's Nemeth, I, and I think you know, Pacheco maybe. I don't yeah, know, he's, he's, he's not he's goal scorer; he's more player. of a creative player, isn't he? Yeah, no, they, they, the thing is, they're just going to bite all these kids now. It's like following Wenger and. Um, I remember when we bought uh, Le Talak and Cinema Pongol and they let them French stay gems. on the French Gems yeah. and they were and I, I'm, I, I'm so sad every yeah. Monday morning yeah. I would uh, go to the BBC Sport website and have a look how Le Havre were doing yeah. to see them and, and if they scored I go oh look at that Pongol scored he's brilliant and actually he's playing he's, he's doing well in Spain he's isn't he yeah. in Spain but they they just never. I always you know, thought the talent was always the more likely because I think he. Uh, but then obviously he's just disappeared. It's so hard. The, the, you know, it, you're talking about percentages that are. You know, it's like but one I, in. It's it really is like a one percent. I've also got from. a theory is that you know when those players, those young players, come through, and you, they don't get the chance, and then they always they move off to one of the, the lower teams. And they don't quite, and after that point, they don't quite make it. And everybody goes, "Oh well, they are then." Hey, well, you know, I said, you know, uh, uh, Rafa said that, or Julio said that. You know, they're never going to make it. Whenever. I don't necessarily think that follows through. Is that if, if you don't make it at the team you really want to play for, and then you go and play for Preston or you go and play for Barnsley, or whatever, and you don't quite make it, I don't necessarily think that means you wouldn't have made it at that high level. I really don't, because I, I just think some players, when they play with the better players, just kick on and just become better players because maybe if Gerrard hadn't have got into the into the Liverpool team and he'd gone off I don't know gone and played for Tranmere or whatever he might his heart might not quite have been in it as much and he might not have believed but, yeah, so but much he, you know he's just a phenomenon you've got these players who are just absolute phenomenons and um Fowler was like that Owen was like that those players who just they come in and straight away you can see wow they are unbelievable and are we what are we saying are we saying that there aren't those players in the reserves well, I don't know where they've come from I don't know, I don't know why yeah it's, it's, it seems strange that, that the City I mean forget even England but the City of Liverpool itself was producing in a period produced McManaman Fowler Owen yeah. um, I don't know I mean how does that happen why isn't it happening now we should all be going where to go they? to the Everton Supporters Club, shouldn't we? Yeah, no, exactly. Well, um, Gerard was a red, but where where are they all? It's it's bizarre. We haven't produced anyone. No one's come through the youth for ages, and certainly no local lads have come through. And but is um, that is that to do with the the failing of the of the of the youth system, or is that to do with the fact that they're, they're just they're just aren't their kids out there? Well, it's not like they've come through elsewhere, particularly. So. Well, certainly not, but they've certainly not come through from from the city so much. So, and I don't know. It's it's strange. I think it's one. It's like why did? How could it be that um, two people as talented as John Lennon and Paul McCartney could be born in the same city within a little bit of time of each other? Yeah, but I mean, it's one of those things that happened. Lennon was very left-footed, though, and um, <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, no, it should be McCartney was left-footed because Lennon was left-handed, wasn't he? Um, so uh, the 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 question I'm going to ask you gentlemen is um, which I asked last week is where are we going to finish this year in the league I'll, I'll go to you fourth um, fourth you I say who are the top who are the top fourth four with um, Manchester United and Chelsea and either Villa or Man City taking third spot we can't have any either I'm afraid um, I need to Man this City is, this is going to get tattooed now Man City Man City is going I'm to get Man City is going to go third and we're going to go fourth is yeah. that what's going to happen I believe so I'm not confident yeah. this year. I sort of like. I, I kind of sort of believe that. In a sense, I think Man City will challenge. But the actually idea of Man City coming third, I just when you say it in the cold light of day, I, can't, <laughs> I, I still can't believe it. Still can't believe it. Um, 
where, where are we going to come? Um, I'd love to think we could win the league. I don't think we will. Um, I God, think nobody I believes think we'll it. Do. None of us believe well, no, it. The thing is, I've got I t- I've got a theory about this. Um, why we're not going to win the league? Um, and it, it's one word, and that's moustaches. Right. And, and the truth is, that Liverpool have never won the league without at least three mustachioed players. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there was a period in the those 80s... Youth, those youth well, no, well, this is the thing. Yeah. There was a period yeah. in the 80s when yeah. Paisley's entire transfer strategy was based around buying mustachioed players yeah. in case other mustachioed players got injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, they yeah. bought David Hodgson from Middlesbrough. David Hodgson. Who was absolute yeah. rubbish. David Hodgson was one of those players, you know, yeah. where, uh, when he was uh, there, in case were, Rush got injured, never we fulfilled their promise. Down. <laughs> never fulfilled their promise. Yeah. David Hodgson's written no, down. No, there. Well, no, he, he was one of those. He just, they just thought, right, if Rush gets injured, we're, we're attached down here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> that, was, that was the thing. So, they brought yeah. him in. They brought in Kevin McDonald for the same reason. Kevin McDonald, good player. He was a good player. Never a Sooness, but he looked like. Soonish, you're but, right. He looked like Sooners. Well, so basically, at the absolute peak of Liverpool, you know, '84, yeah. like when they yeah. won the treble, um, you know, you had Grobler and Goal, and you had, the you had Lawrence, Kennedy, Sooners, Rush. Mustache. You could bring in, you could bring in a, 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 a David Hodgson. So mustache. we need to go recruiting so in the army need, and no, no, gay no, no, community. Well, they need, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They that's where moustaches are at right now. They need to grow. Well, you, what you've got there, you've got, you've got flamboyance and aggression. You've got the two, you've got the two <laughs> things yeah, you need. Well, the weird, well, Benitez has grew that goatee. Yeah. But the players haven't... Now, I yeah. told this to they David James play, yeah. at um, Valencia Airport yeah, yeah. After, yeah. after a uh, UEFA mm-hmm. Cup game. And we yeah. were in the airport with all the players coming back. Yeah. I'd gone to the game. Mm. And, and um, Gambit, just out of interest. So, yeah, no, so I went up to David James. Straight And I said to him, look, I told him a theory and I said you've got to tell the lads <laughs> yeah. to grow moustaches yeah. and he kind of looked at me he's a very tall man actually isn't yeah. he? and he kind of looked and I'm very short and he looked down at me and he went yeah nice one <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and what does but and then the <coughs> security took yeah. you aside and then you're not allowed to leave the country again yeah um, well, also you think about moustaches I, yeah. I tend to think Eastern European countries and pre-1989 all those teams were nowhere Again, they've let us down, haven't they? And now they've all turned up. Where's it? Where's Igor Biscan's uh, moustache? That he didn't have a moustache, did he? Igor Biscan? No, that was just he, uh, I mean, that, the could, shadow of his forehead. Yeah. <laughs> Again, one of those one of those players who, who I genuinely loved. I know he was never good, but he was just such a lovely. He started so well. I know. But uh, he was like Gerard in. It was like. But Gerard when he was on the ball, did you not have his thought process? Me kickball now. It was like a sort of <laughs> lovable caveman. I'm not joking because that, he, he came in in the treble season of uh, treble cup season of 2001 mm. and he made his debut at um, Old Trafford and we won and in the next game we beat Arsenal uh, 4-1 at Anfield and I was thinking wow this guy's unbelievable we yeah. get rid of her man and yeah. in the next game we beat uh, Crystal Palace 5-0 in the second leg of the uh, League Cup game, yeah, yeah. and he scored as well he scored yeah. a lovely goal he picked it up at the halfway line it was the third yeah. goal and he'd, he'd run on and scored I think it was the only goal he scored and um, he scored one from the halfway line just before he left remember that one he scored from the halfway line mm, I think you've dreamt that one no 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 he did he did in, I think it was in Europe well, maybe oh, okay, remember. and so uh, and no, he looked amazing, and then suddenly he just became terrible. But you know, they all have odd get decent. You know, Salaf Jow had a decent game. Once, no, but wasn't it was a he? decent game. He came, and I, again, yeah. honestly, people were saying, "Where has Julio bought this guy from?" He's and Julio tried to turn him into centre half, as he did with Salaf Jow at one one point. Mm. He would have meant a great centre half. But, um, mm. What, like, as in you're a bit useless, but you're quite tall. Yeah, well, exactly. Together. You know, yeah, you yeah. might, you know, you're not skillful enough to be a midfield player, but you, 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 you for a centre half, you're going to be quite skillful. Mm. Um, well, Carragher started in midfield in all fairness when he came into yes. the team he was a midfielder he made his debut at um, 
Middlesbrough and he came on the 2-1 League Cup game he's not dropped and he came on and he was a midfielder and he was um, quite a mediocre player and came now, just, be- just before we go well, let's have a quick a quick check on the on the score still 1-0 still 1-0 but it's been all leads missed three sitters before you score brilliant well Good you know I quite like it I quite like a replay and bring it back to Anfield it was a nice, nice atmosphere um, <laughs> uh, and just before we go well, let's just should we just acknowledge and, and um, congratulate uh, Michael Owen on his um, last minute sorry that wasn't the last minute was it it was the last minute minutes, minute 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 a few minute, minutes minute. after the last minute uh, winner uh, from, for Manchester United against Man City how much did that hurt I, I mean I, I, I to be honest I didn't I refused to watch it I, didn't, no, I, I couldn't watch it I, could, I, could, I just the pain and unpleasantness and bile that, that for every reason I mean I'm sure that Paul Tonkins has listened to this and enjoying the, the, the pain it's causing me but oh now, Mike, Michael Owen is. Um, there used to be like a joke in our cars that that, that uh, Michael Owen was like my big first love, and yeah. that Michael. I th- I think I saw possibly every single game he played for Liverpool, huh. um, and he was so. I mean, it, certainly the two thousand one Cup final was one of the absolute Amazing greatest. Games. I think it would, in some respects, even better than Istanbul in yeah. those last those li- such a poor performance, yeah. and those last five minutes were so unbelievable. Um, and Michael Owen was just such a hero, and I know a lot of people didn't. Always had that thing about, oh, he's not, he's, he cares more about England or whatever. But I, I never <coughs> saw that. I always just thought he was such a brilliant player. That was then, and this is now. He's so now, look at him now. Yeah, exactly. And his celebration, so all he that, was, all oh, that warmth. You, you felt oh, no, for him. totally. Gone. You need to reverse that. Yeah, and no, totally. And, gone. and Paul Bile upon his memory and the other quickly uh, last thing the other thing I need to say is the the Twitter we did the um, email address let's do that again a life and death at playbackmedia.co.uk and there's a Twitter I uh, don't quite know how Twitter works but I sound like a granddad when I say that twitter.com forward slash LFC life and death um, and very quickly um, apparently we, we, we said talking about all the special bets that were going on last week and apparently yeah. Paddy Power this week yeah. um, put a bet on um, which mm. uh, about which ne- mm. which going to be the next Liverpool player who's going to get burgled <laughs> which uh, I mean uh, uh, which they said, which they, well the club then said this is, this we're is sure this has nothing to do with the fact that we've t- end, their contract has just ended <laughs> well, I mean I, I think I mean I think it's you know it's, I mean, it was actually, I, it's reasonably amusing apart from the fact the circumstances in which the Gerrard household was was robbed which is quite was quite an unpleasant and, uh, and violent situation but what I thought was funny was that uh, Caro and Gerrard were 12 to 1 but Andre Voronin was 14 to 1 now if anybody's seen Andre Vorin's stylings when he goes out when he's dressed and what he wears and what his wife's wears you just know his house is going to be full of shit it's going to be full of tasteless expensive crap he'll have lots of animal print and lots of ornate <laughs> tissue boxes everywhere it, it, it won't be a nice place to rob gentlemen please give it a wide berth big plasma lava lamp on yes the wall. exactly yeah. but also they were obviously so they were so proud of themselves at the Paddy Power office when they came up with yeah. the show, Right, we've got to do it for the first uh, Liverpool um, European game. But all those burglaries were on the European away games. Yeah. But they just couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. They <laughs> thought, no, we don't care. It's the direction at home, don't care. Just you know, do I, it anyway. I, I kind of forget. It was quite an amusing joke, but actually they hadn't done the research into it and uh, and the, the whole business. I mean, it's never. <laughs> I'm not suggesting it's a nice thing to be burgled in any circumstance. Yeah, so, so sitting um, back the cause of the Honourable Scouser by yeah. several more years. Yeah. So, I'd like to think we've done that today as well. Um, and, at that, and at that note, and a final score update, 
is 1 0 to Liverpool. I, th- I would imagine, I'm going to say it now, and they're going to equalise. I, I just, after I say this, I'd imagine we're comfortably going to win that game and uh, we'll close that out now. We'll bring on Vorin and we'll close that game out. Um, thank you very much for listening to Not Just a Matter of Life and Death. And, um, you know, if you uh, want to um, add some comments or slack us off in any capacity, you can do uh, via the email address or by the Twitter account. Thank you very much. And we'll speak to you next week. Thank you. Bye. This podcast is a Playback Media production.